You are tuned into Black Women Speak with Colette Williams and Dr. William Tyardy Howard on the Black Talk Radio Network. And good afternoon, good afternoon. It is a hump day right here in the city. It's a warm hump day, and I want to thank you for joining us. I am your host. I am Colette Williams, and thank you for joining us right here at Black Women Speak. It's a hump day, and we are continuing to celebrate Black Music Month. It is Black Music Month. It is African American Appreciation Month. It is Black Music Month all month long, all year long. We are going to have a great afternoon. We've got Peeble Bryson who is coming in, and I know you were listening just as I was. Feel the fire. That is something that will never, ever, ever get old. And if you've been with us all month long, you know we have had Cheryl Cooley from Climax. We've had Lenny Williams. We've had... Gary Hines from Sounds of Blackness, and now we've got, yes, Peebo Bryson. Boy, it doesn't get any better than that. And we're going to keep this going because Black music is not just one month. It's all year long. It's all month long. It's every year. For the past, what, 75 years, it's been Black music. And we're going to continue to bring you the best of Black music, right here on Vision Media Group on Black Women Speak. We are speaking truth to power. You've got to be with us. You've got to see what we're talking about. We're speaking truth to power. And this is evidence of that. This is the great evidence of truth to power. We're talking about Black music. We're talking about all of the things that Black music has done for people in this country. We talked about music being the healing force. If you disagree, let me know why. But it is a healing force. Now, I'm only talking about the music that we have played here for you on this network. I'm only talking about that. I am not talking about gangster rap. And I know I'm going to get some pushback, but I really don't care. We're not talking about gangster rap because that is not the music that heals. That does not make you feel good. That does not give you the good stuff to think about. That kind of puts stuff on you that makes you think, I got to go out and do something heinous. We're not doing that. We are not doing that. We're talking about, we're dealing with, We're only giving you the best of Black music. And this isn't even simply the best. This is part of the best. Peebo Bryson has been giving us love songs for decades, just as Lenny Williams, who was on last week. Decades, 50 plus years, just as Sounds of Blackness. 30 people, 30 men and women in the Sounds of Blackness generations are in that group from families. So there are two and three generations who have joined 
Sounds of Blackness, who have been bringing you music for 30 and 40 years. That's real music. That's real history. That's legendary. And that's what we're doing here with Black Women Speak. There's lots to talk about. Peebo is joining us, and we are going to let you know what real Black music is all about, because that's what's healing. That's the healing force. And I think he's here with us right now. How are you there, Mr. Peebo Bryson? You're on mute. You're still on mute. Well, he'll be with us in a few minutes, but we're going to talk about his music. We're going to talk about all that he has done in recent years and years prior, because he has been giving us love songs for decades. So he is going to let us know what he's doing, what he's doing currently, his touring, all of his wonderful music. Hey there. How are Hello, you, my friend? I, how, who am I talking to here? This is Colette Williams right here on Vision Media Group with Ms. Colette Williams. Williams. Colette, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm well, love. Thank you so much. Very good. It's good to see you. Well, happy to join you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How have you been? Actually, pretty good. Let me just turn this light on and see if you can see me better. Okay. We can see you. We can see better. you better, better, better. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? When we started, and you've been with us before on Intentional okay. Talk Radio. Yeah, you've been with us before for Black Music Month. Yes. I thought I recognized that voice. <laughs> Not always with faces, but voices and, 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 and circumstances. Yeah. Of course, you're the man in the music. So, of course, you know voices. Of course. So you have, I've got to look at your, your bio. You've got a fantastic bio here. Oh, thank you. And it, it starts out, Peebo Bryson is back. Although you haven't been anywhere, he no. is back bringing us love songs. The Balladeer is here. And we are right. so happy to have you with us. Tell us what you've been up to, first of all. Well, uh, Terry, Jimmy, and I have been working on this project for a while. We're we're done, basically. And it's it's just when they get the time to finish doing whatever it is that putting their magic to it, uh, it'll be ready to be released. There's that, and I I haven't stopped working. I work. I, I love it. I, I love what I do. I love the people I work with, and um, I love the response that I'm getting now. It's a uh, Let's call it, uh, it feels like, uh, it's different now. It feels like a, a second anointing, ah, if, if that makes okay. sense. If that makes sense. It does. You know, it it's, does. It, you, don't, you don't know that your career is ever going to have a moment when it becomes a runaway train that cannot be stopped. You know, uh, you, you, you have those moments, you have to uh, try to appreciate them every single millisecond of it because it's it's, a, it's generally a short ride. Um, mine's been long, you know, yes. for, for whatever reason, uh, for whatever reasons and, and whatever, um, whatever 
what should the covenants that I've made with the fates and and God Himself? Um, it's been long. You don't as a as an artist, you probably uh, hope this to record one song in your life that the world will sing along with you. Yes, and yes. And, and that translated translates in any culture and any language that transcends language barriers, political barriers, social barriers. Yes, you, you hope that you record one. I, I've had. A plethora. You've had a plethora. And I, I love this. It begins Peebo Bryson, the legendary voice of love is back. I love that. And it goes on with all these highlights of your career. And as Peebo continues to make feel good music and sing about love, he encourages fans of classic R&B to have their voices heard. Choose love, choose R&B, Choose people. I think that is so profound. I well, you know, the, the collective thing really is uh, you can pick one central theme that will run throughout your career. I chose love because that's really the reason I was inspired to even get into this business as a as a boy. I saw, I watched R and B music and the artists of the of those days transcend. Um, segregation in the height of segregation, trans, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, religion, um, and, and politics, and every social ill known to man. And I just thought, what a powerful thing in the hands of somebody that's got the right yes. idea for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I know that you're part of the documentary with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And as a matter of fact, Vita told me that they were working on it because I asked her, I told her I wanted them to open up Black Music Month for me. And uh, she said, yeah, and she said, she'll see because they're doing so much on the documentary. And But she didn't tell me that you were part of that, but I can only imagine you're part well, of that. Well, uh, uh, at some point, they'll probably ask me a few questions. It's oh yeah. what I, what I love about Terry and Jimmy most is the lack of ego i was going to say they they give humble humility a brand new meaning correct and and they give it a brand yeah in in an era that where that's not popular yes yes excuse me it's a to me the the thing with uh, terry and jimmy jimmy is uh they're not trying to make some kind of carbon copy of themselves or reflect themselves in the music, they want you to, they want as much of your personality, who you are, to be in the music. They want more of that than they want anything. They don't yeah. care about, yeah, they don't care if it's, uh, if it's perfect or not perfect uh, to, the, to a certain extent, where some producers only care about, they're, very, they're great at what they do, but they only care about whether the, you sang it in pitch or not. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they don't care about your performance as long as, you don't compromise the the melody too much. There there are producers like that. Then there are producers who want you to put your thing on it, and that would be uh, the, my first departure into a into working with a producer like that was Walter. <laughs> right. Walter A doesn't really care. Just, he wants you to do do Peebo. Give me that. Give me your thing, and and that's what Jed and Lewis are all about. They. There's a whole lot of talking and getting to, getting to know you, so that 
they that you don't the music for whatever reason doesn't depart from your personality. They want you in it. They want the yes. music. So that's you have to put your you have to check your ego at the door every single day to, to accomplish that. Terry doesn't say much, but when he does choose to grace us with his words, they're always, always profound and always, always about being straight and being good and being better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting thing is, as I mentioned before you came on, we've had Lenny Williams, we've had uh, Gary Hines from Sounds of Blackness, we've had right, Cheryl right. Cooley, and, mm-hmm. and now you. And it is so yeah, it is so incredible to have you living legends on the show because you give a whole new meaning to music. You give well, a whole if you new think meaning about it, to, you, you think about Sounds of Blackness, they always remind us, they remind us our, our, as culture wise, they remind us of our, our spiritual roots. Yes, they do. They, the, yes, everything, they do. Every, every single thing that they do, yes. that's that they're reminding us of where where it all came from, that which has stood beside us, and that which has carried us when when we were exhausted and beaten down. They right. always remind right. us of that. So it it is it, sounds of blackness is they haven't forgotten how to be black. Yes, which yes. is which is a thing today. Yes, it is know how to be black and forgotten yes. what black was and what black is and where it progressed to and whom sacrificed to get it to the point where you even have a choice. You know, so if, if you didn't if you didn't fight for it, it's hard to appreciate it. Right. You can, right. Somebody that needs a car in the hood can you can drop off a, a Bentley, a brand new one. And you can come back a week later, it's got spinners on it. And, and and the back seats and the front seats are, are filled with McDonald's bags. So so, you, but but you drop a Toyota off, and that Toyota gets something working back. Come back a week later, it's pristine. If you don't Absolutely. have to work for yeah. something, you don't have to work hard at something. Then it's it's hard to really honestly appreciate it. And it's not that that's not for everybody, and it's not in every circumstance. It's just that we've we've forgotten how to be black and grateful. Oh, you hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail on the head. We have forgotten how to be black and how to be grateful. And in our conversation with Lenny, we talked a great deal about uh, the rap business. And in contrast to R&B, into the music that you sing. And you sing love songs. You sing love songs. There's no question. What we do is like whatever it is that you, you don't, there's only so long you're going to be able to swipe right. That's the one thing you have to understand. At some point, you're going to grow up, uh, your emotions are going to uh, evolve to something where you need something that's totally different from something empty and, and careless. You know, so it, it, it's, it's something that you don't have to work for. That same principle that I talked about, the Bentley right. versus. Uh, 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 yes. it, it, it's it, so it's you got to think about what Lenny was was singing about during those times. Uh, he was there's only so much oil in the ground. Tell that to That's your right. children while you're driving yeah. around downtown. There's only so much oil in the ground. 
I, it's like you got to think about what he was talking about, and and if you if you think about relevant music and that, uh, let's call it what it was. It, it was it was woke music. I mean, it's you know, yes. it was yes. woke music. You got the what's going on? Marvin Gaye had to beg for oh, years to yes. do the project. Oh yes, just saying it, it's it's yes. it, it, people didn't understand why 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 that was relevant. You know, and, and oh. if that would be uh, popular retail-wise, you know, yes. they, they, they felt like it was taking too much of a chance to put something out that that was that yes. honest, that open, and you know, that is yes. the true genius of Marvin Gaye that still resonates today. I yes. mean, he's, he's talking about yes, he's, yes, he's talking about climate change. For yes. crying out loud. I mean, yes. He's talking about yeah. he's talking right. about climate change and greenhouse gases and I mean think about it. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that was back in the seventies. And you know what? <laughs> you reminded me that all of the music that I listen to today is music that I was listening to when I was coming out of high school <laughs> and in high school. That's what well, I listen to today. So well, I'm listening to you know. Fortunately, uh, your demographics has disposable income. So what you think is actually still extremely relevant because you have disposable income. I mean, it's 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 that simple, and I, and I'm happy for it. <laughs> right, right, and you know what? That stuff that is heard today is here today and gone tonight because it's so destructive. Well, it's so destructive. The music that you have given to the world has lasted for decades and decades and decades. And it sounds as good today as it did when you first recorded. Well, I, I'd like to think that, I, that I've done something that's relevant enough. To, well, you should think will be relevant today. You know, you, you should think you could, that you could, you can only hope. You know, but it's I'm going to write about relationships and how to navigate them because that's what I do. It's 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 a lifetime study of it's, it's the result of a lifetime a lifetime study of of human behavior patterns, um, uh, personal experiences. I've had my butt kicked from one end of the Kroger parking lot to the other end of the public parking lot and back. And when she looked in the rearview mirror and saw that I was still moving, she put it in reverse. I'm just saying. So, uh, you, I I can't write about something that that I I've never experienced. Uh, right, I, right. And I can't sell it to you because I don't know what it is. Right. It's like yeah. uh, you you don't understand uh, specific kinds of of disappointment or grief unless it's you, and unless you've lost a sibling or a parent. You don't know what that feels like. You can that's you can only that's right. It's right. Whatever you're feeling is rhetorical. Right. And I remember, and it's interesting that you, you say it that way and bring it up. I remember when you were with us before and you talked about getting married and, and I remember you had a hard time leaving the show because you had to go and put the baby to bed, your son. Right. And okay, and you had to go put him to bed because you see him. Uh, when you're in town, you you got to put the baby to bed because he expects to see you. Correct. How do you compare that to the crap that is heard today? Because they're not talking about the love and the relationship that we have 
with one another. They're talking about shooting and killing and not making love. They're talking about making crime, creating crimes. And you have given us, just as your bio says, you know, the man that makes the love songs, the love songs. He's back. He's with us. He's making songs. I make them because love will always be relevant. I mean, it it is people don't understand the power of it. Well, not everybody does. People, there are still people who believe that they can turn love on and off, uh, it, it, or they can they can control it in some way, or control their behavior where where love is concerned. Love is sufficient unto love. Its only desire is to fulfill itself. Uh, absolutely, not, absolutely. Not, what did he say? He said, "I read this when I was fourteen. Seek not to direct the course of love, for love, if it finds you worthy, will direct your course." Wow! I, I, it's it it's it's it was it was a piece that Khalil Gibran wrote in in the Prophet that was published in nineteen twenty three. That was that struck Gibran. with me. Anything, yeah. There's many mm. things there that in the book, uh, most of the book stuck with me. It's a, it's a very small book. It it's, is. Yes, it is. It, mm-hmm. It's it's very powerful, but it's but it's really powerful and very very profound. So that that one statement is trying to get you to respect love because if you've ever been in love, then you know that you have no control over it, and 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 it turns you loose when it turns you loose. It you cannot decide with whom and when or how deeply you fall. That's right. Let me tell you something. That's a that's like finding yourself suddenly caught in the in the gravity of a black hole. <laughs> so so what actually inspires you to sing and create the love songs that you create? Because you because, because love is different. Love is different. Love is different from. Uh, for every single person in every single circumstance, every single day, it's 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 a it's a yes. it's constantly evolving. It's constantly yes. changing, morphing into something that's and how you navigate that, and if you have the tools to navigate that, it becomes crucial at some point. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like so. You, it, I write about it often because I, if people don't. People don't like to feel alone in whatever they're going through, especially when mm-hmm. it comes to emotion. That's true. They That's feel true. Like, they feel like you, you've been there, you've done that. Then they're going to be okay. There's something that something that says that that, that implies that that you're going to be okay, and this too shall pass. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that so when you when you when you tie it up in that particular way, uh, understanding and and respecting the power of love. You got to think about it. Uh, the power, of love, the power of love is is uh, is about self sacrifice. It's not yes. self gratification. It's it's about self sacrifice. Yes. How much are you willing to give? It brings yes. the 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 best out of you uh, out of any person that that has any respect for it at all. It's it's love like hate itself is a powerful powerful thing. It's very powerful and you it's interesting. Have the, you got to have the yin and the yang. Yes, yes. And you know what? Remember, you sang with Luther Vandross. Is that correct? Correct. correct. Okay. So Luther's The Power of Love. That, okay, his song, The Power of Love. How? Right. It doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't. And, and, it and does I not get any better than that. about the power of love and, and the all that. The power of love. 
if yes. you gotta and how you know what it's like to lose I, I when i'm when i'm performing now i give a few pieces of advice relationship advice is not something that you that that's that's popular for someone to be free with uh i'm not trying to be a online and relationship influence or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I will tell you the truth about what I know. And that is that being right is not that damn important. If you're in a, if you're in a debate or an argument with the object of your affection, being right when in that argument is not nearly as important as that's right. It's, it's so uh, uh, I after a concert in Miami, I was at the airport and there was a guy who was about 35 who sat beside me at the, at the airport at the, at the terminal. So he was on the same flight as me. So he said, uh, I said, saw you last night. So you were pretty, you were pretty amazing, man. He said, but God, how good you were. He said, you he said, by the way, do you have any relationship advice? And, and I, I looked at him. I said, and, and he was sincere. He really wants, I said, and the first thing I said to him, Okay, remember this. I said, I can see that there's some frustration between you and the object of your, affa- your affections. Let me just tell you this so you understand it. You carry it with you. Being right is not that important. And no, it isn't. About that thing for a long, long time. And it, when you're navigating a relationship, and I said, and if you... If you feel if you do something that is inconsistent with, in your relationship and you hurt the object of your affection... Hold yourself accountable. Be honest. Yes. And look that person in square in the eye and tell them you're sorry and you hope to never repeat that mistake or those set that set of mistakes again. Ever again, yes. And really yeah. and really mean it. But then you gotta do the most important thing. Shut up. Stop <laughs> talking. Stop talking. Shut stop up. Talking. You're just, just gonna ruin stop it. Talking. <laughs> Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you know what? And you know what? It's interesting. It's interesting that you say that. And I want to ask you, are you going to be the singing author? Are you writing books about relationships and love? Because you certainly I, I should. Have to. You, you certainly to. should. And let me tell you, well, there was there's a song that, and I don't remember, a group that I went, two people that I went to school with, got married to a song back in the early seventies and got married to this song. And I just knew for sure they were going to stay married. Well, of course they did not. Of course not. And I thought, how could they get married to that song and not stay married? How do you do that? Well, because because you didn't get it. It, it. You can hear something and not hear it. Uh, you can and you can hear something and not internalize it in all the ways. You're not really assimilating the information. You're just you. You're actually we, we make the mistake of of judging and and reassessing the information as opposed to assimilating the information. Just take it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, and and that's 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 the basic mistake. Of, well, the boys. He's a. I'm, he's got to be a lawyer. He negotiates with everything so, about everything. Yeah. So, so are but, you going but, but to I, write but I books? Get what, but I get what you're saying. It's like what? It's like people just don't know when it's time to be quiet, when it's time to say something, and and it's you, you you gotta. It's like 
it's like trying to navigate a relationship between Kanye West and Roseanne Barr. <laughs> it's like, oh Lord! You gotta, you got at some point you just gotta you, you look at something and figure out if 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 you're right or wrong about something. You know, you, you, if if you if you if you're right, if you really believe you're right, then do the research and be right. You know, just prove your point, and then you're then you can you can rest easy, and you can get everybody off your back because everybody has the right to get it when they get it, not yeah. get it because somebody else has it. They have the right to their own opinions and all that kind of stuff, and I'll yes. fight to the death for their right to yes. their own opinions. I'll fight yes. to the death for them. Yes. But yes. at the same time, yes, there comes a time to. I'm not saying that there comes a time to acquiesce. I'm saying that there comes a time to resolve your issues find out what's true and what's not true and live by that because it, that i can live by what if yeah. it's like uh, what what's the what's the theory of occam's razor eliminate all the obvious and whatever's left must be true right right so are you going to be the i am currently author? writing a book two-thirds of the way into it about done and it is really interesting really <laughs> Well, because so it, it makes book? me go back and it makes me go back and and reexamine my life through my own lens. I mean, it's like and I can't tell you I it until I started writing the book. I didn't realize how much the being raised in the sacred feminine shaped me. You know, it's not that I didn't I didn't get shaped yes. by the men that yes. were in the house. It's not that I didn't yes. get anything yes. from them. But what I got from them was something different, and you gotta realize what I'm. I'm old enough for the times to be so different that they couldn't be too vehement about what they taught me or, uh, and, and what they gave me in terms of giving me rite of passage, because they didn't want me to disturb me up too much, and I say something in the wrong circumstance, get them killed, myself killed, and all that, because they were, you couldn't you couldn't have an outward opinion. And you got to understand what that means. I grew up in, I was born in, I'm old. I was born in segregation. <laughs> so, uh, well, listen, honey, you, you're only but a few months older than I. So, and I know. Well, I'm so you old. know exactly what I'm I know what exactly I'm what you're talking about. Well, I know so, the, so, the, so the deal being, what I got, they had to be, when they gave me something that was, that they were passionate about, they had to give it to me quietly and make certain that I understood to keep it quiet. It can yeah. never let people know exactly what you're thinking and and, and how you really feel. Yeah, you, you had to you had to be taught things like that. Right. So right. On, on the one hand, I applaud anybody who speaks their mind, whether it's it's offensive or, or or not. They have the right to feel that way because that's what that's what America is. America is hard. You gotta you gotta want it bad. Oh, if, yes. if, if, yes. if 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 you don't, I mean, you know, it's like. You got to be able to to stand there and listen to somebody say something that that makes you your feelings on uh, makes you feel like you're listening to uh, like fingernails on a chalkboard. Oh yes, and and, and they're screaming. And you got you got to let them scream it to the tops tops of their voices, and then they got to in turn listen to you scream that which you believe in from to the top of your voice. You spend the rest of your life opposing what they're saying. But that's America. That's you got to want it bad. You got to you got to be willing to do that, and not just willing to do it. You got to celebrate that in the classrooms. And if you're not doing that, then you not only do you need critical race theory, uh, it, and and not only is it it indispensable, 
you need a crash course in, in the Constitution. <laughs> well, there's so many folks that need not only a crash course, but a co- serious course in a whole lot of it. Exactly. So, I hear people yeah. scream fascism, and, I'm, and I, I just, but the people screaming it, I doubt that they can spell it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why are you talking? Why are you screaming? Because you don't know what you're talking about. But you bring a a very, very compelling uh, argument, not necessarily an argument, but compelling discussion about where your music comes from. It's really, really compelling because it's more than just a feeling. It's more than just something that you thought about and you're good at writing music. It's more than that. that. It's that's not deeper it. than you, that. If you're not... Uh, I was uh, a friend of mine recently. Uh, he uh, became a minister as well. He's a he's an academic, but he just recently became a minister, and I didn't know that. And uh, it it was kind of like thrown in a in a in you know a, you know annual text he sends me because you know it's I have this group of academics that they join and they ask me interesting questions like who are these new niggas, <laughs> and so. They're asking me because they, they think I'm closer to the street, so that I because I, that I can actually put my finger on the pulse, and 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 try to try to answer that question to the best of my ability. It's it's just that house niggas look different these days. You know, they're they're, you know, it's it, but it's still the same principle. A house nigga That's in a Tom interesting. Ford, a house niggas in Tom Ford suits are uh, are still house niggas. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, 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 I never thought about that. That's well, really interesting. They look different. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, they. It's because they're dressed like Massa. They dress like Massa. So that uh, uh, the the psychology is that you you are him. If I, if if you're allowed to dress like him, eat where he eats. Uh, take take your kids to school where he takes his kids to school. That you're somehow, um, you're just like him. You're, you're equal. equal. You're, you're equal. And that's that's yeah. not the way it works. That's it, yeah. That that's definitely work. not the way it works. It doesn't work no. that way. It's no, like, it doesn't it's, work but, that way. No. But you were you were talking about my inspiration for for to getting to to this yes. business. Yes. Um. Growing up in the fifties. I got a chance to see Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke on the same stage, you know, live, maybe 15 times. My mother was a great music lover, and, and my, my, grandpa, my grandparents were like, oh, sure, you can go, but take the two older kids with you. <laughs> so out of the four kids, my sister, my older sister, myself yes. got to go. So yes. I watched Jackie Wilson create what, can only be described as a riot, a riot. And uh, the, the, if he got close to the edge of the stage, they would rip his suit apart, literally off his body. He'd have yes. to go change his clothes, yes. come back. So when he would go, he, he would point at a random woman in the audience when he was singing Stop Dogging Me Around when it was a single. He'd point to some random woman and the other women in the audience would beat her up because she, they thought that she actually hurt Jackie's feelings in some way, shape or fashion. 
had that kind of influence. He'd, he'd go change clothes, come back, sit on a, on a stool, pin spot, and sing Danny Boy and make the white audience weep. Wow. I never saw anything like that. When I saw that, wow. I said, hey, wait a minute. That's powerful. I knew in that moment that I was going to be hooked on this thing. It was never going to leave me. My want for it was never going to leave me. I thought that in the hands of somebody that that has a has the 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 strength of character to to carry that thing and not use it in the in the, in the worst ways it can be used because there are ways that you can use this kind of influence that are not pretty. Uh, and and also, you've got to understand this culture-wise, we're not, well, just human beings in general. It's Adversity is something that we've, we're accustomed to. We've had uh, more than our share of it. Oh, yes. Um, you know, oh, so yeah. we, we, we've grown accustomed to it, and we, it's, you, there's, a, there's a fail-safe system that, is automatic, that automatically goes on when, when something threatens us to a certain level, the alarms go yes. off and, and your, your fail-safe characteristics kick in. But yes. but that's also like if, if a human being stands in four inches of water for every single day, eventually your toes will web. Yeah, yeah. Right, so your adaptation is, is, is the order of the day. So, but uh, we're, we're talking about in a, in a, in a different context of, of if you are train of thought, you know, it's it's when you see something like like that transcend everything that you know that's real that you live with every single day. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no way that you can't respect it and want to be a part of it and and mm-hmm. leave this world better than you found it. It gives you a, a, a an, an opportunity to do that one thing, and, and because I was telling you about my friend who was who secretly became not secretly but he became a minister. I, you know, I don't, I don't think he become a minister uh, without that. Not in secret. Pre, preordained, you know. Yeah, it, not in it, secret. It, was, exactly. it was meant to be that. So yeah. Uh, and I told him, well, I'm 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 in awe and I'm kind of jealous because I've been. Uh, the, my stage is my my little traveling pulpit. <laughs> you know, you know, it's 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 what I do. That's 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 my thing. That's how I think of myself, and I think of my music as being relevant because it has spiritual content, spiritual essence, yes. and it's coming from a spiritual place, and yes. it is protected by the 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 spiritual construct that I've carefully built over my life. And in writing the book, I'm starting to. See, uh, I'm recanting all the pieces that led that built people of Bryson started from a boy. Uh, the the first time I learned, uh, you know, watching cowboys and I was always a cowboys and Indians guy. You know, watching westerns was my thing. And that, but I but I started to notice that the Indians were always the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, you know, have aspirations of becoming a minister? You know, I I don't if 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 I were to ever wake up one day and, and felt like that uh, or, or felt that God had spoke to me in that way, I would. But I, I, and there's no but in it. It's just like it. 
But that doesn't stop, that doesn't preclude me from saying how I feel. And I'm not trying to preach to anybody, and I won't do that. You you have to find God because you find him. It's like we were talking about that earlier. It's like, but how is it that I speak to you and you do not hear me? And yes. how is it that I'm among you and you do not see me? Yes. It is yes. because you're not of me. Yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And before it gets to the top of the hour, I want to play some more of your music. I want Scotty to put on the next track because... Your music is your ministry. Well, I'd like to. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that it that it means something in that way. It uh, means it, a lot. A, it well, means a here's lot. the thing: you were you, like Lenny was talking about. I was talking about today's. You talk about rap is is you know some of it's poetic and, and great, but it's not the last poets. Ooh, no, 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 no. no it isn't. No, not Let, it's not let's not get it twisted. No, no not the last poet. No, no, no. Here we go. You and Roberta Flack. How about and that? And I remember that, yes. Yes. Why she chose me, I have no uh, idea. Yeah, you do. That's why. Wow. And hold that deep inside our spirits will be climbing to a sky with diamonds. Come here, little boy. When I make love to you, can you listen to me? Yeah, come on, We'll go a little bit more so I can see you and get you. So I can see you. Don't slow me.
Sunday. Now, you know good and well, that is a ballad of ballads. You know good and well, that says it right there. You know what? I didn't even like it the first time I heard it. I didn't even like it. And it was probably because Michael Nelson was singing it. But <laughs> That takes me back to the 70s. I well, remember I, that in the 70s, just like it was today. I I didn't uh, I didn't like it until I heard the first playback. Really, I heard the first playback. And I said, "Wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty good." I only I only did it because Roberta wanted to do it. Really, yeah. and and the two of you together on that track. Magic. Oh my goodness! Magic. Magic. Oh my goodness! That is just it's it's through Roberta that I I, I truly learned how to actually do a really a, a real duet. Yeah, you did it. That you uh, really did a real duet there. Yes. Yeah, you know, because my first my first experience was with Natalie Cole, and, and neither one of us knew what we were doing. Yeah. Really? Now well, I, yeah. I, I, but you you're Good one of those question. you're one of those singers. You're one of those men who can have a duet. You can do a duet, and it's just you grab us. You <laughs> are one of those. And and well, everybody can't do it. Everybody cannot do it. But you can do it. You know, you do it's, it, and you, you believe, do it, believe well. it or not. Uh, you believe it or not. It was. If you don't ever, as a as a vocalist, if I don't ever hear Donny Hathaway sing, then I don't understand what my thing could be. Because he was the first black recording artist that made the melody pay. He didn't wow. add, I mean, he just made the melody. Wow. He would beat it up and, and, and ring something out of you <clears throat> and ring uh, something unexpected out of you. I mean, yeah. it's like just using the melody itself, not not vocal acrobatics, which he had plenty of, but this could make you feel it in in yeah. ways, I mean, I mean some, a feeling he would put in a yes. measure while using the correct note. Yeah, and so do you, and so do well, you. Listen to what what that. you did just then. Listen exactly. to what you did just then. Well, exactly, but okay. that's what, if I don't ever hear Donny Hathaway, and I'm never around him. I was only around him once, and it was it was interesting watching him start with the last note and go from the last note to the first note. And you know what, you, Leroy Hudson. <laughs> Luther Vandross, Marvin Gaye, they're just a few of you who have that grabbing effect and who are balladeers. And we don't have, unfortunately, we don't have balladeers anymore, which is a shame. We have you, the legends. We have you, the legends, the living legends. That's well, I mean, fortunately, there's Jeffrey and me, and there's and Phil Perry can sing all he wants to Phil all Perry. day, yes. all night. Yes, Phil Perry. And who's next to Phil Perry? The one that sang, uh, uh, not Kim, but uh, he's from L.A. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, uh, Lat- not Kenny Lattimore. No, 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 no. Not no. Kenny. 
No, 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 no. In fact, I think he's in another class over here. Okay. You're in a class up here. So okay. no, you're 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 second to you're second to none. You you you're up here. I appreciate that. So, but and I'm telling you the truth because there are those who are grabbing who we will always have as our ours our legendary singers you are one of those and it's it's uh oh what is this guy's name i i can't think of his name but there are our singers there are singer songwriters producers legendary men who are balladeers it's which is which is why i always like working with jeffrey austin jeffrey osborne I always like working with JL because he's a genuine article. We started out together way back then. You know, um, one of the first concerts I ever did as a solo artist was with LTD with Je- when Jeffrey was still there. LTD, okay, okay, okay. And we bring on Bernard Fullen from uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as I said, there are a few of you who stand out and you stand out. I appreciate you that. Stand it's, out. it's like, uh, it, it's like, hey, turn that off. Uh, it's like Teddy Pendergrass saying, turn them off. Now he said, turn them off. We heard him say, turn them off. But what we really, what women really heard was get them panties off. That's I, I just, hey, stop it. Stop being cheeky. Right. And one of the things that that we understand about your music is that you're the balladeer. You're the balladeer. You sing the love songs. You croon. You put us right. in the mood. You help right, us right, to right. get there. We and can feel their, it. Their thing is something with this is this raw sexuality. That Teddy's thing was just raw sexuality. It was this that that thing that that's a that to me is like a Jackie Wilson thing, and that was the difference between Jackie Wilson and uh, Sam Cooke. What? Yes, and it Stay. is Stay. it's Stay. most in, it, it's it's most incredible, and that's 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 the one that was in with us before when you were on with us before. That's right. Yes, and, and I remember that. How are you, son? Say, she's Not asking how you are. Tell her how you are. Okay, so how old is he now? Five and a half. Okay, and I want to hey. say at that time when you were with us before, he was, that might have been four years ago. Oh, that he was been, tiny, tiny then. Yeah, he was a little boy. He was a little he, one then. He, yeah. he, he was tiny, tiny then, but he's like, uh, he's interesting. He's like a 2.5 better version of me. <laughs> he's like uh, I taught myself to read when I was four years old. He taught himself to read when he was three. Really? Oh, he, he taught himself like, to read. Oh, he reads like a fifth grader. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding! Wow. He's a that's great. Different. <laughs> so was I. Wow. Well, you know what? Like father, like son. So well, you know, it's a it's. It's not unusual for for people in our culture to be born bright. It's, it, that's you don't true. Have to, that's very you don't, true. You don't, have to, 
you don't have to look like Stephen Hawking to. You know, you don't. That's absolutely a fact. That's absolutely. And I wish more folks knew that and understood that. Well, and you're so like, right. So we also have to remember that while well, we're talking about black history, uh, you have to remember the debate between William F. Buckley and, and, and James Baldwin. And when we watched Buckley's arrogance and, mm -hmm. and his whiteness. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Allow because they allow think we're James one fifth Baldwin of a to go first. Bad idea. Yes. <laughs> and remember in their in their little pea brains, we're only one fifth of a human. Exactly. So that you, you have this thing where where he he let him go first and, and Baldwin boxed him in so badly he was never gonna get out of it. He was never gonna win the debate. He, the, the debate was over when he let him go first. And the, and the odd thing about that is to add some insult to injury, Baldwin was probably drunk. <laughs> you have too kidding. much fun. You have oh too my much gosh. fun, <laughs> Oh my god! And, and that's the thing. I mean, I, it, it was probably he was wow. probably drunk. Wow! <laughs> so, Rich, he was probably drunk. How long is it going to take you to finish your book? Uh you know what? Uh, again, I have to keep talking about the sacred feminine. I mean, Gianna is, it's not just that she's got this huge vocabulary that she has access to every second of every day. It's the, it's the speed of thought and the, and the speed of emotion keeping up with the thought and the words that is really, really impressive. I mean, it's, it's, it, intelligence is exciting to me on that level. It just always is. And, it, and it, when it comes from the sacred feminine, it just proves my point. Being raised in the sacred feminine, in, in the sacred feminine means this. You have to look at it like, as a male, you must, you are, you are, you're a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. And if you emerge from that long stay in that room full of rocking chairs with your tail intact, you have truly learned something. You have learned how to survive the sacred feminine. And that is not an easy to, to understand Venus and to, uh, to accept her and to uh, be okay with her being equal. And not only that, but be okay with her being the leader. Yes, yes. Yes. Being okay letting her lead the way when Absolutely. it's her. Absolutely. She's right. got the best idea. Uh, so when you grow up with a with a with a grandmother who is the patriarch mm -hmm. and the matriarch. Mm -hmm. Not just the matriarch, but the patriarch as well. But the patriarch as well, yes. Well yes. And, and so when when you do that, and my grandfather was you know, my sister and I was uh she's a couple of years older, would sit at the table and we watch him dissemble about something and uh to cover up something that he may that he may have not been on the up and up with uh, or wasn't being quite honest with my grandmother about. And so I would turn around and look at my sister and say, I'd ask the question, he does, he does know that she knows that he's lying, right? Right. She already knows the answers to all these questions. And my sister would wait and she'd look around at the, the table until there was a lull and she'd turn around and look at me and go, no, he doesn't get it. <laughs> I mean, like, so... I, I, that was one of the first things I learned, how to know a thing and never say a thing. 
Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, for, for a man, to know to a know, thing and never say a thing. Never say a thing. It's that's, like that's, uh, it's 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 better to. I I think that Sandra Bland would have survived if she had not said these words. Yes, you know my rights. Rights. That's right. You're absolutely right. She had not said that because she might still be living. Well, we all have our rights. The the rights that everybody's born to, and and you're born in America. We 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 all have those. Yes. Until we're stopped by a policeman. And And now she's dead right. Correct. Now yes. they decide which one of those you can exercise, which one of those are null and yeah. void. Yeah. And as long as that is that power is in their hands, there will be police brutality, and there will be. More oh sanctions. my goodness! Yes. Well, we are going to have you back. So, if you think you'll you think you'll be finished with the book by the oh, end of the year? Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's a she's really into. We're, I, I I've read some some PDFs that are. They're, they're moving. Good. Very <laughs> moving. good. Very good. It's, so, it's good what's your, so what is your next stop from here? You're at home in Atlanta. So I'm, where do you go? I'm in Atlanta this week. I'm off this week because I'm, I'm going to do, to the Orient on Sunday. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm going, I'm going to Japan on Sunday. Okay. Well, we're anxious to have you back. And well, we're anxious you. to talk about your music and your book. Well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about there. We, we, there's there's life to talk about. There's there's yes. lots to talk about. There's lots to say, um, and there's there's lots to call people out on. There's Absolutely. lots to people are aware of. Uh, I don't want to. I'm not judging anybody, or or that's the thing. I don't I don't I don't do. People will talk to me because I don't. I'm not judging anyone. <clears throat> Yes. I, yes. Judge, I just don't. That's not my. That's not my thing. I'll right. say how I feel about something. Um, that's my assessment of it. But those are my words, and the, they don't mean anything except for they represent an opinion and not a not a set of facts. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are going to have you back. It's the top of the hour, and I have enjoyed this conversation. Well, we've laughed well, a bit. That's the, that's the yes, we have. Uh, yes, we've, the, uh, we we've have. We've laughed a bit. We've laughed a bit, and that's and yes. if we've accomplished that. Then we've accomplished more than people have accomplished in a day. Well, you know what? I am so thrilled and so excited that you have been here with us, and you've talked about your book, your writings. So many things are so profound and compelling, and that's what's important. So I am so, so thankful that you have been here with us. And when I say that Peebo Bryson has been with us, in fact, uh, one of my colleagues who's got Black Contemporary TV, he wanted to know, how can I get Peebo Bryson? Can you get him on my TV? I said, don't worry about it. I'll be happy. I'll be happy to. You know what to do. Yes. Yeah, let's absolutely. I sure do. So it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And folks, you have been listening to the balladeer, the love man himself, Mr. Peebo Bryson. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Vision Media Group, Black Talk Radio Network, right here. Thank you, my love. Right here. Miss Williams, it's been a pleasure. Okay, it's been a pleasure. Have a good evening, everyone. Blessings to you and yours. Yes, absolutely. You and yours as well. 